Welcome to Finding Forgiveness, a Fraser 365 devotional. I'm Chris Montgomery, the senior pastor at Fraser Church, and we're excited you've joined us for this study. May the Lord bless you as we learn about His forgiveness. This is Day 17 of Finding Forgiveness. Today's title is A Long Time Coming. James Montgomery Boyce said, Joseph named his two sons forgetting and doubly fruitful as a testimony to the faithfulness of God in bringing him through the years of suffering to personal fruitfulness. Our text today comes from Genesis 41, 37 through 57. This proposal pleased Pharaoh and all of his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find a man like this in whom is the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has shown you all this, there is none so discerning and wise as you are. You shall be over my house, and all my people shall order themselves as you command. Only as regards to the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. And he made him ride in his second chariot. And they called out before him, Bow the knee. Thus he set him over all the land of Egypt. Moreover, Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without your consent, no one shall lift up a hand or foot in all of the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name zaphnath paneah and he gave him in marriage to Azanath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On. So Joseph went out over the land of Egypt. Joseph was thirty years old when he entered the service of the Pharaoh king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went through all the land of Egypt. During the seven plentiful years, the earth produced abundantly, and he gathered up all the food of these seven years, which occurred in the land of Egypt, and put the food in the cities. He put in every city the food from the fields around it, and Joseph stored up grain in great abundance, like the sand of the sea, until he ceased to measure it, for it could not be measured." Before the year of the famine came, two sons were born to Joseph. Azanath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, bore them to him. Joseph called the name of the firstborn son Manasseh, for, he said, God has made me forget all my hardship and all my father's house. The name of the second he called Ephraim, for God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. The seven years of plenty that occurred in the land of Egypt came to an end, and the seven years of famine began to come, as Joseph had said. There was famine in all the lands, but in all the land of Egypt there was bread. When all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. Pharaoh said to all the Egyptians, Go to Joseph. What he says to you, do. So when the famine had spread over all the land, Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold to the Egyptians, for the famine was severe in the land of Egypt. Moreover, all the earth came to Egypt, to Joseph, to buy grain, because the famine was severe all over the earth. Joseph's patient trust in God was finally rewarded. 
It was a long time coming. From age 17 to 30, he had lived in and out of prison. He had been taken from his family and immersed in a foreign culture. He had been thrown into a pit and into prison. He had been forsaken by his brothers and falsely accused by his boss's wife. But God was with Joseph each step of the journey. God's faithfulness and providence can be seen over every twist and turn of Joseph's life. God's plan is perfect, and his timing can always be trusted. Genesis 41, 37-57 reveals that God's hand of blessing over Joseph's life has finally coming full circle. Joseph is about to live out what he had once dreamt about. If God gives you the dream, you can count on him to make it a reality. No one likes to wait, but when God rewards the waiting with his blessings, there is nothing like living in the joy of all that he has for you. Dave Smith's writing on Joseph explains some of the blessings poured out on Joseph in Genesis 41. There were a number of symbols of this newfound power. First, there was Pharaoh's own signet ring. This was equivalent to him giving Joseph his credit card. Second, there were robes of fine linen and a gold necklace, symbols of the huge personal wealth that Joseph would now enjoy. Third, there was a chariot, indicating that he was second in command, a bit like a vice presidential limousine. Charles Swindoll gives this additional insight. As they rode through the streets, Pharaoh's retainers shouted, Bow the knee to Joseph. The son of Jacob now had wealth, authority, and power, and he looked like it. He was robed in royal garments, had a sparkling gold necklace around his neck, wore the king's ring, and rode in his own government-issued chariot. People bowed as he drove past. The security detail surrounding him, those bronze soldiers of Egypt, snapped out the orders, Get on your knees. Show this man respect. This is Joseph, our prime minister. Dave Smith closes his discussion with these words of wisdom. There is no suggestion that this remarkable blessing was something evil. Rather, it was a gift to Joseph from the providential hand of God. Some people would have problems fitting this into their theology. While the Bible nowhere guarantees power or riches for all, this remarkable story does emphasize that God still wants to promote modern-day Josephs to fulfill his sovereign purposes on earth. Joseph was blessed with authority, power, and prestige. However, these were nothing compared with the family God gave him. He was given a wife in marriage, Azanath. Azanath is an Egyptian name that means she belongs to her father. Joseph and Azanath will be blessed with two boys, Manasseh and Ephraim. Every time they called their boy's name, they were reminded that God protects his children even from their bad memories and doubly blesses their lives. Another blessing that God gave Joseph was more wisdom for the future. Through God's leading, Joseph stored food during the seven years of plenty. This will give both protection and provision for Pharaoh and all of Egypt during the seven years of famine. In God's providential plan, he will utilize this wisdom to bring Joseph's family to Egypt, which will keep his promise to Abraham made back in Genesis 12. Here are some questions to consider today. God's blessings are worth the wait. How hard is it for you to wait? What can you do to trust him more, knowing that better times are coming? Think about the names of Joseph's sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. In what ways are you thankful that God helps you forget? 
How has he blessed you in the midst of your burdens? God is faithful to his children, and he always makes good on his promises. How does Genesis 41, 37 through 57, strengthen your faith in God's plan? How does this scripture teach you to trust him at all times? Pray with me. Thank you, Lord, for when you pour out your blessings on us, allow us to see those blessings as gifts from you. In your name, amen.